astrology friends i'm kate i'm jen and i'm the other jen and we're the drunk mythology gals <laughs> you like how i sang that that time oh, oh, did you do a silent protest again no i i was saying it and then i was just like in awe that i know jen that last little heard, trilling note yeah. that was amazing <laughs> And I was just like, you know what? I call it. I'm done. <laughs> it's the holiday season of music that just you have to sing along with and drive everyone else around you nuts. So yeah, that's that's where we are. <laughs> holiday other, overload. <laughs> yeah. Other Jen, how many Christmas trees do you have up? Um. Okay. It's so one, two. I've been getting all the tree updates. Three, four, five, five so far. What are you, the fucking White House or something? <laughs> and then I, and then um, this past weekend I went over to Claire's house. Claire, I was there. Claire, yeah, I was at her house and I did two trees over at her house because her mom is one of my dearest friends and her mom hates doing the Christmas trees. She's like, I'll do anything except the Christmas trees. And I'm like, I gotcha. <laughs> so cool. So yeah, so that's seven trees I've done. My God. Um, yeah, there's one more that might or might not happen. Well, I have to get a um, stocking for pod dog. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. All the other dogs um, and us and mom have stockings, but pod dog needs a stocking. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. So, uh, I made my, my sacrifice to Odin this week is my plum pudding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and despite having made it in the slow cooker, which seems to have worked overnight, um, it still causes me tremendous anxiety to make this fucking pudding. <laughs> What's it, what's the anxiety about? I, because there are so many steps and ingredients and things, and it it cooks by steam. And okay. I, I do it once a year. That's not enough for me to like be habituated to it. <laughs> My goal is basically to saturate it with enough booze between now and solstice that like nobody's going to notice if it's actually fully cooked through or not. Okie dokie. <laughs> Plus, I'll be steaming it for like a couple hours the day of to heat it up because it's supposed right. to be served hot. Yeah. Well, and I mean, burning. isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, doesn't it get hot when you light a torch to it? Depends on the size of the torch. Okay. Well, I mean, there was the. So we burn holly at solstice because that's right. one of like the things you do. And. Um, there was one solstice where it was raining and it was really, really hard to set the holly on fire, even though it was nice and dry. So Eric was like, fuck this, went inside, came back out with a blowtorch. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, we're burning this goddamn holly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's now a tradition that, you know, we make sure yeah. that holly burns. <laughs> The blowtorch is my favorite kitchen tool. Absolutely. Oh, not a mini blowtorch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no I, I, he, I'm not he, talking little one. I'm talking you went to, I went to Lowe's, 
bought one that's about a foot tall blowtorch. What yeah. do you use that for? Okay. Whatever I damn well please. <laughs> I know, but like, okay, th- this is going to be a deep dive. Uses we can do that. of the blowtorch. <laughs> In the kitchen. <laughs> yes, that's going to be, I, I want, maybe that'll be our quarterly video demonstration. Oh dear. <laughs> oh yeah. You're in for it now. Okay. So anyway, OG, what is your offering to Odin? Going, using pro writing aid. They are not going to endorse me with with this, but (laughs) basically putting this book chapter by chapter to pro writing aid right now to do some like nice sentence level work, look for typos, look for repetitive words. And as you saw today, it gives me really, really helpful suggestions. That was, well, can we share that sentence? Yeah, can we share that. Yeah, that was so awesome. It's like, for example, the sentence was like, you know, that the character's washing crusted ale out of his hair, and it suggested, "Are you sure you mean ale? Don't you mean male? M A L E." And knowing the way what you write, I mean, I mean it, yeah, it's on brand. It, it, it could work. It could go either way. That AI is smarter than you think. May, yeah, maybe. But still, it's just like, it's like a worse Clippy. It, it's it, <laughs> <but> Clippy. <laughs> it's like there's something about Mary Norse style. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's my villain origin story with all of the things that's been suggesting to me and just, I have to ignore like especially like I even sent to Jen, I think yeah. I even know, the other day it was like we recommend you have zero uh mistakes in your draft. Oh right. And I'm like, thank you. What? <laughs> like I was really gonna aim for a dozen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh. Like it's it's really good with a lot of th- like it really helps catch a lot of things, but like it's still it's a computer and it does its best. Yeah. But <laughs> It's, it's a very clippy. tedious, clippy tedious 2.0. It is. And it's just a very tedious process. So again, Odin has my suffering. Oh, well, there you go. Well, so. It, yeah. You want mine? Yes, I do want yours. <laughs> I was. Yeah, I want yours. I, mine is a offering of suffering as well. I was telling OG briefly earlier that I've been digging through a project at work that's going back five or six years and uncovering errors that are not trivial. They're not big, but they're not trivial either. And it's, oh, blame is shared, but some of it's on me. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah, there's, yeah, some, yeah. Yeah. Things getting hitting wrong projects. It's a mess. A mess, mess, mess. Well, it and sounds like it just calls for a very complicated spreadsheet. It does. Oh, I had seven spreadsheets, I think, at peak on my desktop today. Seven. Wow. I think I think that was how many I had open at the same time. I Pulling. had 20 tabs for this particular <laughs> script. Oh, gosh. Oh, shit. 20 tabs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I added six (gasps) books to my Amazon wish list. Of course you did. Of course I did. But I didn't buy them. I just added them to the wish list. 
Okay. And so what is this topic that had you 20 tabs deep and six books? Solstice. Greek style. What? Okay. So you've heard the joke about like the Romans and Saturnalia and like how it's like this, you know, big orgy fest party, whatever. And everybody's like, oh, the Romans really knew how to party, but fuck the Romans because the Greeks did it first and the ancient Greek women did it the fucking best. Of course. So you've got solstice and partying and booze and sex and food. Okay. Sounds like a good time. also has to do with hay fever. Okay. Which, <laughs> yes, which I am suffering from today. So, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm regretting my drink choice. I say that too often. <laughs> but I have I have to drive. as I have to get behind the wheel of a car and drive as soon as we finish. So I only have water today. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'll have Kim I have, plug that in for us. Yeah, right. I have cold coffee. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't have a chance to warm it up. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And OG? I have my tepid water in uh, my Minnie Mouse cup. Oh, okay. we haven't had the Minnie Mouse cup in a while. I know. I thought about that this morning. I, I got off the routine. I, I was going to say, I mean, I thought that was a Friday thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, my Friday plans are now destroyed. Well, speaking of destruction and plans, um, just a little programming note. This episode is going to hit on Tuesday, the 14th of December. And so... Don't trust Kate's math. No, we'll I'm take actually that looking with about at a goddamn a, calendar. We'll take that with about a 90% confidence. <laughs> I'm looking at a calendar. It says Tuesday is the 14th. Okay. All right. Okay. And so seven days later is the 21st, which is winter solstice. Right. So on winter solstice, we won't be releasing a regular episode. We will be doing a YouTube party. That's right, because (laughs) it's solstice, which means I recite weird shit and set stuff on fire while drinking. What could go wrong? And and we're going to do trial runs before the 21st, right? 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 No trial runs. We die like men. This is Sparta. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no. That's what she asked me last night when I was like, you know, I wonder if I can actually, instead of having to watch the goddamn pot boil for eight hours, if I can actually just make this thing in the slow cooker. And she's like, why don't you do a trial run? I'm like, no trial runs. <laughs> we die like men. <laughs> We will, I will insist on a trial run on behind the scenes for this YouTube. We'll figure this out. (laughs) (laughs) OG? When the disclaimer? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think we need it. (laughs) Do not drink and drive. Cars, chariots, eight-legged horses, plum puddings. (laughs) Minnie Mouse cups. just fun to say. (laughs) 
Fire, yeah. um, blow yeah. torches. Blow torches, <laughs> trial runs, Spartans. I don't know, but that's okay. <laughs> and yeah. with that, let's get started. A long time ago, when the world was young. So, winter solstice usually conjures up images of druids and stone circles and like new age people and flowing gowns with crystals. Yeah, that's pretty much the image yeah. in my head. But everybody around the world has basically figured out solstice. Like every single culture has some sort of like way of measuring the days and they're like this is the shortest day of the year this is the longest day of the year and they developed mythologies around them the ancient greeks included and let me tell you screw the romans when the ancient <laughs> greeks partied they could party at least the women could and they are my new life goal oh dear so, <laughs> yeah so you might think we are in the month of december but if we translate the ancient Greek calendar, and I don't know how they do this, but I'm just going with what they're saying. Uh, this is the month of Poseidon. Oh, Aww. that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of interesting because if you think of like a winter ocean, it's the angriest time of year for the ocean. You know. Okay. It, it's cold, windy, blustery. It's dangerous. There's more chance of storms. So, yeah, it makes sense that, um, you know, December is the month of Poseidon when you really have to, like, placate the god and be like, dude, dude, chill out. We still need to fish. But uh, Poseidon is a dick who not enough people are paying attention to his fuckery, but we will in 2022, I guarantee it, because he's a dick. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, because remember he raped Medusa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. not not a nice guy. No. Oh, right. And that's yep. just one of many. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, he's the guy that I like took out at the Mellow Mushroom Pizza place that I went to. Yes, back in. August, right? Yes. <laughs> and I exactly. have pictures. That's yeah. right. I'll put, damn it, I said pictures. That means I now have to post something on the not to scale. Oh, <laughs> poor baby. Because I scrolled and I don't see any pictures. You like, oh, wait, no, there oh, it is. Okay. Oh, no, there are pictures. <laughs> there are pictures. So, anyway, uh, this month of Poseidon is also where there are major festivals dedicated to Dionysus and Demeter. And all three of those gods are associated with food and harvest and wine and sustenance. And so, you know, this time of year in Greece is when, you know, they've finished all the harvesting and, you know, they're giving thanks. It's Kind of their Thanksgiving solstice thing. Oh, neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And remember, like, you know, uh, the climate of Greece is such that you can farm much further into the fall 
And so harvest time comes much later. Um, um. Yeah. And let's see. Okay. So technically the actual day of solstice is a celebration and ritual called the Heliogena and obviously Helio sun. And it's a nice, normal kind of ritual. Well, maybe I'll talk about it for a Patreon, but that means it's also really boring. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a couple days after solstice, which usually coincides with the 25th or 26th of December. Oh. Huh, the festival of Haloa was celebrated by women. And pretty much only women. Whoa. Okay. And what does this word mean? Are you going to tell us? I am going to tell you. And so, but basically men were literally excluded from major portions of this festival. And it was held all over ancient Greece. And uh, it's a little tricky to research because... Uh, no men knew what happened in these uh, ceremonies. So they have a little bit of gossip and hearsay, and that's literally it. Because apparently the women of ancient Greece were like, zip, like sisterhood keeps it tight. Okay, you so know? here, how much of it do you think is due to that versus uh, just male-dominated culture? I think that I think it's in a very large part due to taking vows of secrecy super seriously when it came to Demeter because she's the goddess of food. Okay. You know, she's the one who grows the grain and causes things to, you know, grow and bloom and be fruitful. So, like you don't want to piss any of the gods off, but like all of humanity will starve if you right. piss off Demeter. And also, you know, women were generally not taught to read and write. And that's kind of what I was thinking of. Yeah. The male dominated. That's it. And I probably didn't use the right wording there, but that's no, you did. What I was okay. Yeah. But, you know, I think. By nature, though, the Greeks were, the ancient Greeks were very curious and they were also very interested in recording things around them. Oh, right. You've mentioned that before. Yeah. You know, they, as, as distorted as it may seem to us today, they were, you know, very scientifically curious about, you know, uh, why this happened? What happened there? How does that happen? And that goes for religion too. Like, you know, they wrote down thousands and thousands of stories and they described all kinds of rituals and parades. Like, I mean, even tourist accounts survive, you know, remember the Olympics, all the, uh, Right. The letters about what happened at the Olympics and stuff like that. No way they wouldn't write this shit down. You're right. Yeah. If they actually had a chance. Right. So yep. the. 
So somebody had to be keeping their mouth shut. Exactly. The Basically, what we know of this festival of the Haloa is it comes from a 13th century translation of a uh, Near Eastern, uh, I think, I can't remember if he was Greek or Roman, but his name is Lucian of Samosata. And he was alive in like turn of the millennia. So 13 centuries later, (laughs) there's... (laughs) a little translation of the like one translation that exists of his work. And then there are some notes scribbled in the edge, but that was done wow. apparently by whoever was working on the translation. So I, this researching this episode has, you know, pushed me a little bit to the edge because <laughs> I am trying to find what exactly was written in the margins Professor Kate is not happy. Professor Kate wants to find the goddamn translation. (sighs) And I think I got close, but whatever. It's interesting how difficult it is finding some of these things. It really is. Like you'd think it would be just easier. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, because it's public domain. Yeah, exactly. Nobody from the 13th century is going to be like, um, copyright bitch. And, you know, you have these stories interpreted and told and retold so many different places, so many different ways. And then you have, um, you have, uh, you know, cultural reinterpretations. It's, it's a lot simpler in Norse mythology. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, but um, anyway, back to the Haloa. So, the word haloa comes from halos, or threshing floor. Some mm. people say it means farmyard or garden. Hmm. But it really makes the most sense that it means threshing floor because the women were in charge of threshing the wheat or the grains oh. or whatever they harvested. Got it. So once the threshing was done, they would um, clean it up and celebrate. And give thanks to Demeter. Exactly. Now, fun fact, the ancient Greeks dedicated their sneezes to Demeter. So you know how we will say, God bless you? Right. And it literally, they literally believed that the hay fever that would make you sneeze (laughs) represented the harvest and abundance because pollen and fertility. Wow. So they dedicated their sneezes to Demeter. Uh So from now on, I'm going to go around when people say sneeze saying Demeter bless you. (laughs) I'll let Let you know know how how that works out. Yeah, exactly. Let us know how this goes. (laughs) Please, we want reports. <laughs> okay. So I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't even talk to people anymore, so I don't know when I'm going to get the next. Are chance. we? Are we not people? No, you're pod friends. Okay. Wow, we've you're been co-hosts. put in a box. Yeah. Wow, that's you're it co-hosts. Got worse. <laughs> yeah, we've been put into a box. 
Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a big box. Is well, it? It's roomy. Okay. But does it glow? Does it? Ha- yeah. Does it glow? Does it have windows? Do the windows glow? <laughs> you know what? You guys are going to regret. <laughs> yeah, I'm not regretting I... anything right now. It oh, but great. you will. You will. You will. Just wait. Promises, promises. I've been working on this for a while. I have my plan in place. <laughs> it doesn't involve penis size. <laughs> However, the rest of this episode does involve penises. So I was going to say, I go see a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, I have like Captain America in my house with whatever plan you're co- concocting. Uh, you know, remember. I'm... Captain America's in my house. What? <laughs> We're referring no. to Violet, the 13-year-old. Oh, no. Who corrects my goddamn language. I am scrolling and I need these mugs right now. Mugs? Whoa, well, what? No, no, <laughs> okay, let's get back on track. Not that there's a track. <laughs> okay. So back to men being excluded from this festival. They don't Not look too excluded. Excluded. <laughs> I guess the women just took the best feature. But they were legally required to pay for their wives' expenses in attending this festival. Oh, wow. And the men went off and did their own thing for Poseidon. They basically built a bonfire because what other way to honor the god of water than by building a fire makes total sense i don't get that and they also did things in the farmyard that had nothing to do with farming oh Oh, shit yeah okay Uh. so um i have a quote from Lucian here and uh you guys can toss between you who wants to see who wants to read it uh i'll read it i'll volunteer okay 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 much wine was collected and the tables were laden with all the foods that come from the earth and the sea except those prohibited by the mysteries I mean the pomegranate, apple, and domestic poultry, and eggs, and red mullet, shrimp, and the shark. Okay, we're not getting specific here. Holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is like reading IRS code. The archons, or archons? Archon. Archons prepare the tables and leave the women inside. They retire and remain on the outside, making a statement to those who are present that the civilized foods were discovered by them, the Eleusinians, and they shared them with the rest of humanity. So they're like bragging. Basically, they're proclaiming uh, when Demeter gave humanity wheat or grain, it was considered the civilizing moment for humans. Uh, Okay. So... All right. And upon the tables are shaped cakes in the form of, oh shit, sexual <laughs> organs. Oh, no. 
Mm-hmm. The name Haloa is given to the festival because of the fruit of Dionysus, because the maturation of the vineyard is called Haloai. Oh my God. Yeah. So um, the original, the, the bachelorette party with the penis cake. This yeah. is where it started. So the first uh, image we have is um, a vase, and uh, it has a woman basically selecting from multiple dildos because it wasn't just <laughs> cakes. Okay, there were giant dildos everywhere. Oh my god! And uh, in fact, there's a uh, two-headed one hanging. Yeah, um, I was going to ask, what is this? There, so there's like, we'll describe the picture. There's these items, you know, at the bottom of the picture in front of her, like she's going to bend down and pick one up. Mm-hmm. And then there's two things that are hanging in the air above her. Mm-hmm. And I'm, oh man, I, I mean, I've seen some stuff for sale online that have similar shapes but not to that size. And this is a case where not to scale. Oh my God. I'm really <laughs> hoping. We'll have to put little Fenrir's on them. Oh my <laughs> God. The... Oh my God. Well, I mean, if you, if you don't tell somebody what they're looking at, the pictures, the picture alone. I, yeah. Well, no, I, there, there's no mistaking what this picture is yeah. discussing. So, I mean, imagine being the archaeologist who yeah. like found this vase. <laughs> I mean, it, right? It, yeah. Uh, it makes me think of if you've seen like the bird cage and like they're eating dinner on those plates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> makes me think of that. So, because <laughs> they had um, the Greek stuff. So, this vase is in the British Museum. And mm-hmm. basically, uh, what this is supposed to represent, according to the description, is, again, because this is uh, Demeter, and we're talking about fertility and, you know, uh, harvest and planting, she has planted the phalluses in the ground. And she is... Uh, Sprinkling seeds, apparently. Yeah. So oh, that's what she's sense. doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Penis seeds. Penis seeds, yes. To grow more penises. <laughs> or to bless the ground and make it fertile. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty fertile already to me. It it looks like it's it's ready for its world record. <laughs> There's also uh, a possibility the- that this is a joke oh. about women's delight, quote unquote, in the phallus rather than an actual representation of ritual. Okay. Okay. So I don't know. I think this is. I wouldn't put them past them to, you know, be like, let's plant some dildos in the ground. Um, 
because that would just be the kind of fuck you that ancient Greek women would be like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Are we going to talk about the next picture? Yes. The next picture. Giant, giant Holy wooden phallus. It's pole dancing. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is, oh, my God. Like, not to scale. Literally. Yeah, I mean, it is yeah. a person size phallus. Was this what they used instead of a Christmas tree? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, it's a good thing I'm not drinking vodka because that would have just hit the pop filter. Yep. <laughs> and Kim would never have forgiven you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the uh and no, I'm not going to put one of these as a Christmas tree in my house. Not happening. <laughs> I don't see why not. <laughs> Take it up with Violet. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Oh my god, no. <clears throat> but basically this is um it is a dish <laughs> um and the woman is basically pole dancing around a 5 foot tall phallus yeah and um it's a it's a kylix which is a basically a a shallow sort of um, bo like drinking bowl platter. It's hard to okay. describe. Yep. Um, but yeah. And it is literally. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's oh, that. Shit. I just scrolled to the next one. Yeah, the next one is <laughs> this one's a, crystal clear. Oh my god, there is no question yeah, what the hell is in this picture. Yeah, so it's a naked woman. Yep. <laughs> That's not what I'm looking at. Right. And <laughs> she is carrying another full five foot uh phallus with her. Including and the accessories. <laughs> yeah. So literally I mean, it's not just the cakes. Like, they had, you know, but also they had cakes shaped like female genitalia, too. Okay. So, just saying, it's like the Helloa, once those guys close the door, kind of like on ghost hunting shows when they lock them in overnight. Yeah. You know, that's what they're like, okay, the women are in the threshing room Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. and, and you said they were drinking during they, this, too? They were drinking correct? like crazy. And mm -hmm. they would um, tell, like, dirty jokes and, like, say rude and sexual things to each other. And, um, like, they would talk about, like, illicit sexual practices like having sex with other women. Okay. And I was going to ask what they would consider illicit, but okay. Sex with other women, sex with phalluses, sex with animals, unless it's Zeus. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, oh. so 
this uh, woman is literally just walking down the uh, street. And actually, so the the high-class courtesan and the prostitute actually had very specific roles and during this festival, and they were to carry the giant phalluses around. Oh, wow. Because okay. apparently they were used to it. Oh, my God. That, okay. Yeah. Alrighty. And what I find is interesting is that this is not the only festival where women basically get to get drunk, cut loose, and like play around. They like almost once a month throughout the year, there's a festival like this to some degree or another. So maybe 10 months out of the year, it it's almost like an institutionalized, uh, an instant, yeah, institutionalized um, release that pressure release valve, because you know you keep women silent, you keep them in the back of the home, you keep them, um, you know, uh, politically oppressed, you keep them on a you know. You put so many restrictions on them that if you don't give them this chance to act out in a right. controlled, directed manner, mm-hmm. it's it's actually an anthropological um, concept called uh, ritual rebellion. Okay. So, for example, um, you know like a what's what's the uh reverse where a girl asks the guy to the dance it's the Sadie Sadie Hawkins yeah so a Mm -hmm. Sadie Hawkins is a ritual rebellion oh gotcha so you know it's it's neutralized to a certain extent it's diffused in terms you know the actual dangerous element of disruption to society is taken out by making it acceptable. And that, you know, that's something that while, you know, we look at mythology and we see that, you know, we see these examples of it, but you can look around today. Like I did a paper in college on this. And I'm only pointing it out because I was like, you know what, in my high school, we had once a semester, a ritual rebellion. It was called honors convocation where the, like the nerds were called up and given praise in front of the school, as opposed to like the pep rallies for the athletes and the cheerleaders and stuff like that. Hmm. You know, and it's not like the nerds were going to rise up in rebellion. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we will hack your servers. We didn't have servers back then. Right. You know what I mean? Um, You know, it's it's 
it's a pressure release valve that in some ways takes away the power of the rebellion. So as much as this is, you know, linked to female fertility, land fertility, harvest, food, civilization, it also became a male-sanctioned safety valve for women to let off steam. I imagine that was like self-preservation. Otherwise, (laughs) there'd have been a whole lot of dead men (laughs) with so much repression. Yeah. 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 And like it's you not said, that let women off didn't seem because you know, otherwise she's going to snap. Mm-hmm. And there were actually some festivals where there was cross dressing, where women would dress up as men and they would take over like the buildings where only men were supposed to be. <laughs> so, okay. yeah. Yeah. Lots of fun Alrighty. stuff. And I just want to send a shout out. Hang on. I'm going to pull up the actual link so I can get her name right. Um, a shout out to uh, Matix on Etsy, who took the image of this mug, of, of this woman carrying a giant phallus, and put it on a goddamn mug, and I am here for it. Yes. Because, yeah, yeah I'm just saying. Honestly, Violet would never let me have that in the house. No, I know. (laughs) Sam would never let me have that in the house. He would be very intimidated. (laughs) Well, you know, she also makes earrings with that design. So, you know, it's uh, the scale would give Sam a complex. (laughs) I need to buy these. Yeah. There are only six available, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So now that we've been through the images, this is kind of what I was struggling with. So Lucian was a satirist, and he uh, wrote these different dialogues. Some are the dialogues between the gods, uh, dialogues between the dead, and there's the dialogues of the hetere, which are the courtesans and prostitutes. And it's in the side notes that we find the, um, the clues that we do have about the, uh, Haloa and the Thesmophoria and the Scyrophoria. So um, basically there were sacrifices of, oh, hang on. I think I missed a paragraph of something. Uh, No, sorry, I didn't. But basically there's various interpretations and translations. One of them talks about um, pits and snakes and piglets pits and pigs and snakes and, and pigs. Yeah. So okay. This I think is probably a pretty fucked up fertility rite, and oh. yeah. So pigs 
also kind of represented the vagina. What? Ah. Okay. Pink and, you know. Pink and what? I don't know. Just pink and pliable. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. I think that's what I'm not reading their minds. How rude. (laughs) But this is what I'm, you know, what I've been able to pick up. So uh, they dig a pit and they throw these pigs into the pit. And the uh, this kind of represents uh, Persephone being spirited underground oh. by Hades. Hmm. Because he took her to the underworld. Uh-huh. And she was a virgin. Vagina. Pig. Uh-huh. <laughs> you see where it's going here. Okay. Yeah. Are the pigs alive? Uh, I'm not sure. I think, I'm not sure. So I think they're either alive when they're thrown in and it's counted on that they don't survive the fall or they're sacrificed first and then thrown in. I'm not entirely sure, but there are snakes at the bottom of the pit, (gasps) ostensibly. Mm. And yeah. I they're supposed to be guarding something there and supposedly they eat uh some of the pig. I don't know. I Oh, these have got to be huge snakes if they're going to do that. And I just don't see that happening in Greece. Okay. Uh, do do you think they have pythons or whatever boas anaconda shit there? I don't think so. Anyway, uh yeah, so basically the pigs are at the bottom of the pit and it they're left there for 3 days and the women basically don't have sex or mess around ostensibly for 3 days and then they go and take out the rotting remains of the pigs bless it on the altar of Demeter and distribute it so everybody will have a good crop. Oh Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, I mean, <laughs> look, we all know you're not supposed to compost meat. <laughs> but in the old days, they did. So it's kind of saying that compost, like creating ancient compost, but yeah. It's weird. Um, yeah, that's, uh, there's also, I, this is just, ugh. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. So they, they retrieve it back out mm-hmm. and div- divvy it out amongst everyone. What the hell do you do with your share? You go and work it into the ground. So you bury it. You you yeah you mix the soil with it. Let, that's why I'm saying it's compost. Not after three days, no. But uh, it it'll okay. It's blessed and it will become compost basically. All right. 
And so you put, maybe it, you know, maybe it is over the course of a rainy winter that it breaks down enough so that by the time you're ready to plant and sow the seed, you'll have, you know, the soil will be enriched. I don't know. Okay. So we won't be doing that on winter solstice. No. Oh my God. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) And uh, yeah. So this is why I was struggling trying to find the like real notes and translations. Cause I'm not even sure entirely. This is exactly what it's supposed to be. So I, I don't know. It's, it's been a week. It's been a year. It's, I have no clue how we are in December, 2021. Right. Yeah. No clue. I, I don't understand how we got here. Well, we'll talk about that right after this. Now return to the Trump Mythology Gals for part two, questions and shit. Um, yeah, so I just scrolled down to questions and shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm laughing because I wrote And I just saw what other Jen wrote. <laughs> oh, gosh. Her question. I don't blame her for coming up with this. Could this be used to cover up murders and dead bodies? Well, Yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't see why not i mean these we said it earlier you know these women they've got to let off some steam right one of these gets you know she's just had it and Mm -hmm. maybe that average 28 day cycle for her just coincides or happens to hit a day too soon. Oh, gosh. <laughs> a day before this event. And she's like, I've had it. This is it. Well, there's a little mm-hmm. extra in the bottom of the pit thrown in there. Well, you know, and if the pigs are alive when they're thrown in, their pigs, you know, isn't that one of like the classic murder dis- body disposal methods? Like you feed it to the pigs. That's what I hear. I I don't know if there's any truth behind that. If a pig will eat human flesh. That's always what I see in movies. Okay. Well, I think one of the- They feed them to the pigs and it gets rid of everything. This reminds me of, I think, almost a year ago, the first- interactions when I introduced the two of you (laughs) because we were talking about body disposal. It was for a book Uh and we were arguing, OG and I were discussing whether you, um, how you would, bury the body like you would bury the body and then would you like try to throw off the scent of cadaver dogs by dragging another animal on top of the body like you know right and then one of you came up with well you should actually bury it vertically not horizontally because ground penetrating radar is looking for like a long thing that was not me that wasn't me either 
Yeah, who are you? How many conversations? I about don't know, but I remember <laughs> we were talking. I I was like, this is my these are my Ravenclaw people. Yeah. Who? Yeah. What other Ravenclaws do you know? I don't. <laughs> are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Was this in like Facebook Messenger? Yeah. Where, okay. I'm going to have to go back and look. So, because I remember, I remember this anyway. So, it's a fuzzy memory. There's something so, fuzzy. Yes, I'm sure it could be. It could be, um, something to do with, uh, murder. I wouldn't put it past women, uh, and it would be a, a exceptionally clever because men wouldn't be allowed in. Like we said, the women of ancient Greece were tight-lipped with the sisters and <laughs> yeah so um yeah and none of the food they talk about sounds particularly appetizing shark i don't know i don't want to eat shark i've had a shark steak before it was fine and um, people keep telling me to try swordfish and i have and i, I just i don't like it I've not eaten either of these. I'm scrolling back in the list. Yeah, to see I am too. What else? Where did the list go? It was in that part that you made me read about the penis cakes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these are the food. No, these are the foods that were prohibited. Well, okay, so Kate, you're going to have to break down the sentence structure with the commas and such here. Are these foods the ones they? put on the table or are these the foods that were prohibited during the mysteries it's the one that they put on the table because you're not supposed okay. to eat like meat meat mm -hmm. okay, like you're so not supposed to eat you know the sacrificed bull or sheep or whatever it is goats okay so pomegranate is okay mm -hmm. i think Apple. I, that's how i'm reading it Okay, apple is okay. Mm -hmm. Domestic poultry is okay. Mm -hmm. Domestic as opposed to foreign? I... Or domesticated as opposed to wild? Um, I'm not sure. Eggs are okay. Oh, wait, no, hang on. Oh, all right. <laughs> Sorry, red, I read, red I read that wrong. I read that wrong. Okay, these are the things that are forbidden? Yeah, apparently. So you can't eat a pomegranate. Yeah, so hold on. Not allowed to eat an apple. Okay. Porphyrios in his Abstinia um, lists the food that are uh, prohibited. Uh, abstain okay. from domestic birds as opposed to migrating birds, I think. Okay. Like chickens are domestic birds. Geese are migratory, I guess. I don't know. Um, okay. From fish and beans, pomegranates and apples. What's and the, Why pomegranates and apples? Because... Uh, they're supposedly um, defiling to the touch as a woman recently delivered, so post postpartum, 
and a dead body. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'm... Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so birds bred at home, such as chickens and pigeons, were also on the banned list. Um, beans uh, were forbidden for a mis- mystical reason, which Pausanias said he dare not reveal save to the initiated. Okay, Pausanias. Yeah. Okay. I've been sworn um, to secrecy. Yeah, <laughs> pomegranates were forbidden um, because of uh, Persephone eating the pomegranates um, in the underworld. And... Which is very, very similar to the Garden of Eden story. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, yeah. I, eggs. eggs. Red, red mullet, which is, I had to Google that, but that's a fish. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think... Um, and then shrimp and shark. I'm... I'm So, I've, yeah, this is okay. what have we eaten? They're, they're part of what's called whistlefish because okay. they they have a, an air bladder okay. that makes a noise under the water. And basically, whistlefish and crab and shrimp were thought to be impure because they laid their eggs through their mouth. Uh, what? I, I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, crap. But that it ate filth that other, like, bottom feeders. Okay. So yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Gross. Yeah. Uh, this is just, this episode is devolving. <laughs> oh, my God. So far. Oh. But, yeah, I mean, this was this was a tricky one to research, and I, yeah. I don't feel like I did it full justice. We may have to revisit this next oh God, year. No, no the, the <laughs> vase does it justice, right, well, OG? And I haven't even talked about the Eleusinian mysteries, and those are the serious mysteries that uh, – we still don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. That's the big ass festival. Now, okay. Aristophanes, who was a comic playwright, did uh, write a play about the Thesmophoria Zeuse, which is another one of those like let's party festivals. And then again, we have a you know a male in a position of power. Mm writing about women and he's satirizing them. So, you know, there's a grain of truth and three grains of exaggeration. Yeah. So, you know, it's hard to, there are no fucking primary sources (laughs) (laughs) written by women. God damn it. (laughs) So got it. Yeah. But, (laughs) you know, I just, at first, I was like, "Oh, they have solstice celebrations. Ooh, what's this? It's a women only." And then I, I got to the point of the pigs, and I'm like, "Fuck my life, <laughs> fuck my life." Because you know what? There's even like a theory about Demeter and cannibalism, and it has something to do with pigs. And I can't. I'm 
this this is not how I wanted to end the year. You chose this topic. <laughs> I know. I right? thought I was whatever. I was trying to bring it back to mythology. You sound so <laughs> defeated. I am. I'm so defeated. <laughs> this episode has just not done. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it's fantastic. <laughs> right? <laughs> you just like all the penis pictures. <laughs> I know you. I mean, yeah, this this went really way better. This is the best Professor Kate episode I've endured yet. <laughs> I'll make sure to add random, like, Greek penis pictures, no matter what the topic. And then you'll be like, this was a great episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. This is awesome. All right. So there you have it. Bump, bump. Fun, fun, fun. Okay. So what's happening next week? I got to go back to the calendar again. Next week <laughs> next will week be the is, 21st. Yes. Which and is it in, well, will be it has solstice. My- <laughs> <laughs> Should we try that again? What? I was just trying to. You were trying to throw saw, me off. No, I saw my name listed. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be the one talking, but I guess <sighs> not. <laughs> There you go, assuming there are rails. <laughs> it's good. I was just trying to do my job. Yeah. There, no. I fixed the note. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Jen feels so much better now. <laughs> you know what? Let's go look at it. A- Look at a picture of a woman walking down the street with a six-foot penis under her arm. <laughs> You'll be fine. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this anyway, is great. So there you go. That is episode. <laughs> this is episode 48. Yeah. We're closing, closing in on 50. 50. And that's not even counting Patreon. Right. So speaking of which, yeah. Uh, yeah, next week, live on YouTube, watch Solstice as I set shit on fire and drink and invoke Celtic gods. Um, and don't forget to add yourself to our social media scrolls on Instagram at Drunk Mythology Gals. On Twitter at Drunk Myth Gals. On Facebook at Drunk Mythology Gals. On the web at DrunkMythologyGals.com, which is where you can get our merch. Yes. <laughs> or on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Drunk Mythology Gals. Or send us an email, gals at DrunkMythologyGals.com. And yes, the old email is still up and running. I haven't forwarded <laughs> yet. I'm still having to check two emails, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> And as always, special thanks to Sound Effects Kim for putting the top spin on our sound. Thanks again for joining us. Please subscribe, leave a rating or review, and tell your friends and family about us, especially if they invite you to one of those really shitty holiday sweater parties. And even worse, you have to do it like over Zoom, and you have to sit there on camera pretending to be 
happy while wearing a shitty sweater and you're like, you know what? I just wish I could go throw a pig in a pit. Like that would be more fun than this. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. This has been a week, whatever. Yeah. Finally, always remember if the gods behave badly, then so can you. Yeah.